Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Bar, bar Friends, Friends Forever. Forever. I'm Susie. And I'm Kina. And we're your bar friends. Forever. Forever. Well, welcome back, everyone. We've had a bit of an interesting week. I'm coming mm-hmm. to grips with I guess my age being almost being 38 and um I got a crick in my neck that has lasted now for at least four or five days and when I'm talking crick like I cannot turn my head like it's excruciating yeah you're moving like you're doing the robot <laughs> yeah Just, I am a robot to be totally week. honest and I'm still like working in the bar and it's it's been scary because I'm like it's only gonna get worse and yeah. now at least finally today I think it's day four or maybe five, but um, it's a little bit improved. And I'm like, this is wild. Like I was doing a workout, like just an ab workout and something popped in my neck and like it has oh, just no. been agony since. To be fair, um, my body has taken quite a hit since I turned 40. Like there's yeah. shit going on that I cannot explain. Yeah. So I hate to say it, but it is your old age. Yeah. Like I'm now just nauseous all the time. Yeah. Um, and that sucks, especially I was never someone who would puke while they were drinking. Yeah. And now like I I will throw up regularly. Interesting. Cause when I first started drinking, it was almost invariably, I would puke every single time. I was probably giving myself alcohol poisoning. Oh, for sure. Like, but I, it's interesting to see that it comes full circle. Like perhaps it'll just come back. I I haven't gotten there yet, but for me, it, it, started quite literally the birthday weekend as you remember I vomited every day yeah yeah <laughs> so it's not great not good for your your teeth yeah, not good not, for not good anything, overall really. yeah I don't think I threw up this week though to be quite <laughs> All honest right. you um, get a gold star <laughs> yeah so hanging you get an old star <laughs> hanging in there gold star for the old star um yeah I'm pretty pretty proud of that I guess but I also have just been like working and shit so I haven't been like going hard you know with the exception of last night I guess yeah and that's the exception last night you went to a very interesting event I was supposed to go I before I got called into work I uh bailed because of this neck thing and I've just had an exhausting week um but we were going to go to a sex film festival which you did go to yeah I guess it's the I don't know what the like proper description is but um my friend has been like putting it on for a couple of years now and it is just like a collection of films that are made by regular people or sex workers and it's kind of like I don't know the right word like guard yeah 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 so last year I went and I was telling Susie earlier that last year's venue was like just one room Mm -hmm. and so when the films would come on like we just sat in silence and watched like highly erotic film (laughs) yeah and it was like cool try not to move or make a sound yeah like this isn't like my typical night out if you will but the venue last night was so cool it was like a warehouse so it was part indoor part outdoor and outdoor it was just like all these cool vendors um yeah Kina got a pop-up tattoo pop-up tattoo and you'll never guess what it is guys it is the cutest little tiny martini it's the cutest and he did such such a good job um and I also like that it's right by my Kina um even though the nickname vodka Martina has to be retired because of the person who gave it to me but like 
It will never. This is Vodka Marquina. Yeah. Um, so it was so fun. And I showed Susie. I got some beautiful earrings. Some, yes. Some gorgeous. Gorgeous, gorgeous earrings that are a tiny bottle of Tito's. Yeah. <laughs> and a lit cigarette butt. <laughs> yeah. And a tiny cigarette. They're so cute. Yeah. But it was just cool and like kind of. Again, like out of the comfort zone, supporting my friend Lauren, who will come on the pod at some point. Um, yeah, and what's the name of the festival? Failed Films. All right, cool. Yeah, we can like link it in the Instagram. For sure. We'll it put was, it in the show notes as well. It was super cool. Um, they do it every year. And I honestly, after you bailed, I was like, I got to cancel. Like, <laughs> I could really no. do with a night in. Um <laughs> But I went and I'm glad. And I told Susie also that I made the drunk move of as soon as I got home, I was like, I need wine to be delivered. Like it's midnight. It's time to pop open yeah. a bottle and watch <laughs> some Bravo. And so I did order the wine and it did arrive. And then I had a real look in the mirror moment, which was we're not going to drink a bottle of red wine at 1230 a.m. And yeah. thank God I made that call. You know? And I said I would have like if it was at the house already, you paid the delivery fee like I would have cracked that. So good for you. To be totally honest, there was a knock on my front door and I had forgotten that I ordered the <laughs> wine and then I opened the door and to some it's man, your old friend it's my old oh my god wait did I tell you by the way that like we know that I use the GoPuff delivery like way too much because yeah. I fucking talk about it all the time yeah sponsor us GoPuff don't was, forget seriously um there was one time that you know I was just ordering wine it was a weekday and I was having a stressful day and I was like well I'm in this meeting let me just order this wine. Yeah, while I'm in this meeting, let me multitask. Yeah, yeah. Like, let's get the wine ready. And um, I go outside to, like, meet the delivery driver. And it's someone that I don't recognize by face, but, like, I feel like we've met before. He yeah. gets out of his car and says, hey, I've been thinking about you. <laughs> It's been a while. And I was like, just give me the fucking wine, sir. Amazing. Where you been, old friend? Hey, hey, are you doing okay? <laughs> I thought you died. Like, that was, those were the undertones, to be I like quite how honest. Kina probably has, like, multitasking on her resume, and really it's just that she can order a bottle of wine in, in her, yeah, like, it's, last it's meeting really of the day. I just have AirPods in. Um, I'm on the Zoom, but I'm also showing yeah. my ID to pick up the wine yeah. <laughs> multitasker amazing um so yeah it's been a, a night in it's been a lot we've been like really I'm not a social person and we have been hitting it hard socially I've had so. a social event every weekend for the past like month and a half I want to say yeah it's insane I feel like since we started this podcast it's just been like we're like yeah say yes to everything well, it's the like, social experiment it. like with yeah house party I'll be there <laughs> this is a social experiment because <laughs> totally I am a hermit and a half I'm like give me my bottle of wine and my bravo in bed yeah like, I am done after I'm done with work like yeah same. people come into the bar they're like what's a cool bar to go to I'm like fuck if I know I don't go out anymore yeah so this is truly wild. And even for me, um, I woke up today, you know, I didn't feel great, but like I'm not deathly hungover, but like I got in an outfit 
and got in an Uber and came over <laughs> here to do this, like, you know that my Sundays are usually spent, like, becoming one with the couch. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, Sundays are slob days, I think, for both of us. For because sure. Because I'm also always off on a Sunday. So this has been really, like, a truly transformative experience. So thank you for coming on this journey with us, guys. I'm glad that we're doing this transformative experience in our old age while yeah. we're throwing out our necks and vomiting profusely yeah, yeah. from a sniff of red wine. Yeah, my neck will never be okay from all of this social activity. <laughs> yeah, I just like, all I can think over the last few weeks that I've been getting sick is, sick, I say that like I have a problem, <laughs> like, no, I drink too much, um, is like, imagine if that is your only experience with drinking is just like barfing like I don't know that I would stick with it oh I mean like I said early adopted barfer here so crazy <laughs> um when I was in college it would be every time I would always fall asleep on the bathroom floor because I would be vomiting because I drank too much and my friends sometimes would just leave me my McDonald's no on the floor and I would wake up and be like McDonald's lovely and have it um yeah. I had a coworker that I worked with a couple companies ago and God would love to have her on the podcast. Yeah. Um, she loves to house Chardonnay. Uh -huh. um, and she kind of just gets a look in her eye, you know, when she's had a little too much wine. Oh, so we, sure. so we call her Chardonnay's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So we know when we're in like Chardonnay's territory uh, Okay. <laughs> and she was a big puke and rally girl. And so okay. we were at a holiday party. God, we have to do a whole separate episode on holiday parties because okay. we're getting to that time of year. Sure thing. And I look over and she's just kind of like her head's bobbing. Like she's with us, but she's not totally with us. Yeah. She leans over. She <laughs> pulls like her top. Shirt out collar. Or, yeah. I don't know if it was a top or a jacket. She vomits in it. <laughs> into her shirt yeah wipes her mouth and orders another drink <laughs> wow chardonnays for the win and she's a legend yeah but i just looked at her and was like you're gonna sit in your own barf and like <laughs> and still have another white another wine drink. that's how bad you need that chardonnay chardonnay totally so that's amazing at least we don't have that experience yeah cheers to you chardonnays we like to we like to hear it So we have something important we wanted to address with you guys um, that has been bothering us. Yeah, yeah, definitely weighed, weighed heavy this past week and yes. just need to confront it. Yeah, we felt we needed to do the right thing and um, make a public apology, a very public apology, we'll call it a VPA, um, to Cardi B. Cardi, we're sorry. Cardi, we are so sorry if you're listening. Um, we wrongly attributed WAP to Megan the Stallion. And and in reality, it is a Cardi B masterpiece featuring Megan the Stallion. Featuring Megan the Stallion. And so, Megan, you're so awesome, but we cannot give you the credit for Cardi B's gorgeous masterpiece, WAP. Yeah. I have to ask, did you listen to the song? I still have not. Cardi B... Again, I apologize. I wow. still have not listened. So a double, we'll call it a D 
VPA, a double, very public apology. I still have not listened to WAP, but I will say I sent you a screenshot with my mom making a joke about yes. WAP or like yes. commenting on the podcast. And I'm like, wow, we have reached another level of like my mom embracing WAP. I don't even know what fucking universe I'm in anymore. Like this is I very love strange. We love it. But Cardi... Love you. We can't issue another apology next week, so just fucking watch the music video. All right, guys, you heard it here first. I'm going to watch the Cardi B music video. We'll film it. We'll film the reaction. Yes. Uh, maybe I'll be doing the splits. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Pull my groin again. <laughs> well, maybe we'll try out the dance. Tune in. Stay tuned. We're going to check out this music video very soon. Yeah, I'm so glad we're hopping on this trend three years later, by the way. <laughs> Cardi, don't you worry. I got you, girl, three years later. <laughs> I think she needs the streams. You know? Yeah, yeah. Listen, we got you, girl. We know you need the same as us. We need the downloads. You need the downloads. Yes. <laughs> women helping women. <laughs> WAPs helping WAPs. WAP support WAP. <laughs> Okay, so we were talking about what we were going to chat about this week, and we landed on what is your best celebrity drunk story? Yes, and we've had this kind of in the back of our minds for a very long time, Mm -hmm. and being in L.A., there are a lot of opportunities uh, to, uh, you know, rub elbows with celebrities. I don't know if that's the right Shoulders, whops. Yeah, rub (laughs) whops. Um, so we, yeah, yeah. Celebrities will pop up from time to time. You might have an encounter here or there, but it's when it's a really personal encounter that it's interesting. Yes. So I can go first. Go for um, it. So back when I first moved to LA and I was uh, a youngun, I was working at Bar Lubitsch. Um, I met a guy while I was cocktail waitressing at Bar Lubitsch and he was this like, he must have been probably... I was like 22, something like that. Mm -hmm. He must have been like late 30s, pushing 40, probably my age now. And he was hitting on me while I was cocktail waitressing, and we end up going on a date. And this guy ended up being kind of just... I never like slept with him, nothing like, but we would, we would go out sometimes. He would pay for everything. He was in marketing. He was very like well off Australian guy, very handsome. I always used to think of him as like my Mr. Big. If you ever watch like sex in the city, because like he would pop up and we had this like entanglement, but it was never like, it never like went anywhere further than that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he would take me out and it was always a good time. Like our first date, we went to STK, which at the time was like hot Mm. AF. But like, I remember sitting at a table, like a couple tables away from like, it was Reese Witherspoon and Cindy Crawford were like eating together at a table. Yeah. So this is how hot it was. It was the spot at the time. And so that was our first date just to give you an idea of like, this guy was fun. Like we would go out to these fun spots and it was always a good time. So one night, um, he texted me very late. It was probably after, like, the bars had closed. Mm-hmm. I had taken off my makeup. I was in bed, and he texted me, hey, come over to my friend's house. Like, we're just hanging out. And yeah. I was like, okay. And, like, back then, like, now I've been like, fuck, I would be asleep. I, was I wouldn't say, even get the you text. You said you took your makeup off. Yeah. And so that's, like. <laughs> that's a no-no. That's a sign <laughs> yeah. that we're not fucking moving. But, like I said, when this guy, Chris, would text me, it was always fun. So I 
got out of bed and I was young. So I got out of bed as you do, put the makeup back on. So I go over to this um, gorgeous mansion in the Hollywood Hills, um, not knowing, you know, whose house it was. I knew I was meeting my friend. Yeah. Knock on the door. The door swings open and who is standing there but gorgeous celebrity chef Curtis Stone. Now, a lot of people probably don't like Curtis Stone's a big name now. He owns a couple of restaurants in L.A. What restaurants does he own? Um, Gwen, and then I forget the name of the other one. I think it's named after his mother or grandmother. Okay. Um, but he owns two. Gwen is the big name. Um, okay. But, yeah, he's a, an established name now. He's done, like, Definitely. guest uh, judging on a lot of things. Or, yeah. Or I think he was judging on MasterChef. Anyway, it's not important. Um, but he's, back in the day, he hosted this show. I think it was on, like, I don't know, AMC or Life time or some one of those yeah, or like the food network kind of thing I don't know but it was called take home chef okay yes and okay. this was in Curtis Jones like hottest fucking prime like he was yeah. so fucking hot he's yeah. Australian he's got the looks and he would go to a grocery store and it was always a woman that was shopping and he would pick a woman and He'd be like, hey, are you shopping for dinner? Let me come home with you and we'll cook dinner for whoever. It would be for like their okay, friend. Curtis, <laughs> okay, let me Curtis. come home with you. Oh, yeah. I'll take <laughs> you home any day, Curtis. Um, but he would be like, let me come home with you. And they would cook a dinner for someone. Whoever okay. that woman. I'm sure it was set up or whatever. But okay. whoever that woman was planning dinner for, they would make like a really nice, um, you know, restaurant quality dinner sure. for this person. With like ingredients from the grocery store exactly so you bring the groceries home curtis pours you a glass of wine and you're cooking with curtis stone okay so sounds pretty delightful yeah i would love to take curtis home and have him help me make dinner for sure and to that point i was watching this show religiously like i didn't miss an episode and i was obsessed with curtis stone i'm like this man is so handsome he's got the australian accent like i'm done he comes to the door when he swings the door open i'm like jaw on the floor like drool probably coming out and let's not forget i'm meeting a guy who i am kind of romantically involved with yeah so i'm like okay great I go in. It's literally just the two of them, I think. There might have been maybe one other person. I can't remember. But it was just, they were beyond wasted, probably after the bars. Yeah. Curtis Stone at one point was, like, pretending. We were by the pool, but he was pretending he was swimming on the concrete for some reason. Like, this is how drunk everyone was, just being silly. Cool. And it was a fun hangout, but... um, Nothing, like, happened that night. I end up going home, probably with Chris, to be honest. But um, I I can't remember. And then later on, me and Chris are texting. And he goes, oh, my friend Curtis liked you. Like, he asked me, like, is she yours? Which is, that's a a very, no, it's an Australian, like, is she yours? Oh, I get it. Like, Like, is she spoken for? Or is, like, can I make a move? Exactly, yeah. Okay. That's an Australian, it wasn't him being gross, I don't think. Okay. Um, So, and Chris... And I, he didn't, and I was like, what did you say? And of course you were wanting him to say like, (laughs) no, free agent. Yeah. (laughs) So I said, well, he goes, well, I said like, not particular, like not really like saying the situation. And he goes, and he asked me for your number. And I was like, well, did you give him my number? Yeah. And he was like, no, because of course now this guy who is not committing to me in any way is gonna get butt hurt because another guy's interested of course and I was like what like are you kidding me Curtis fucking stone the take-home shop like no 
So I did what any reasonable young woman would do at the time. I um, go through his phone and find Curtis's number. (laughs) That would have been smart. That would have been smarter than what I did and like way less stalkery and way more cool. Okay. I just I remembered where Curtis Stone's really nice house was in the Hollywood Hills. And Mm. I um, showed up there. Bold. One day, yeah, I looked cute. I wore like a cute outfit. Did you bring a bag of groceries? <laughs> that would have been a great that move. That would have been the move. <laughs> yeah. No, I, um, after conferring with my friend Jessica, who was my little partner in crime at the yeah. time, I, she told me, pretend you lost something at his place. Excellent. Excellent, Excellent idea. idea. Yeah. <laughs> Especially <laughs> if they were so wasted, they wouldn't know exactly. if there was anything lost or not. Exactly. So at the time I used to wear this little um, baby bracelet that I got when I was a mm-hmm. baby um, and it had my name on it. It was like super delicate. And um, I was like, I'm going to pretend I lost this. So I go, you know, spritzed up with perfume, looking cute, How full many days later was this? I can't remember, but it was for sure just a few days, a couple days okay, later. Okay, so it wasn't like three weeks later and it's no, like, no, remember no. me? No. <laughs> <laughs> it, was pr- it was probably just like one or two days later. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so I show up, I knock on the door, he answers, and I'm like, I'm so sorry, but I think I lost a bracelet that's very important to me at yeah. your place the other night and he's like come on in like take a look and I was like okay and I go over by the pool and I strategically had the bracelet and in dropped it. my hand oh my and dropped it and of course it's like clink like on the fucking stone around the pool you know like and on I was the Curtis like, stone on the Curtis stone <laughs> <laughs> And so I'm like, oh, my God, here it is. Probably the worst fucking acting job I've ever done in my fucking life. And um, I was like, holy shit, I found it amazing. Meanwhile, this guy's rich. He probably had people come sweeping around. Totally. You know, like, no fucking way. Two house, like, keeping... Yeah, he's probably got a guy with a leaf blower over there blowing shit away. There's no fucking way. But I was like, oh, my God, here it is. How lucky is this? So I'm expecting him now's his chance right like get my number you wanted it here I am and he doesn't and I'm like fucking a like so um he's like bye like whatever and I was like cool 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 enjoy your baby bracelet bye (laughs) (laughs) enjoy your baby bracelet baby um so I was like fuck and I ended up going to work um in between the next move that I made (laughs) um and I was working a shift and I asked people's opinion and I was like should I just like leave a note in his mailbox oh my god (laughs) so now it's getting weird yeah no Uh, kidding (laughs) so everyone was like yeah sure I can't wait for this story to end with and now there's a restraining order out against me yeah go ahead exactly um and so I go to the store I purchase some nice stationery I write a handwritten note that says, thank you so much for being so kind about my baby bracelet. Oh, my God. (laughs) I um, said, I would love to buy you a drink sometime. Okay. Here's my number. Making the move. Yes. And I left it. I... Not before I sprayed it with perfume. Of course you did. Absolute psychopath. You're like a high school girl. (laughs) Sprayed it with perfume and placed it, went back to this man's house. Like, yes, this man needs a restraining order and placed it in his mailbox. Okay. Okay. 
probably not even in an envelope, just folded up, sprayed with perfume. Yeah, with you a probably kiss. thought this was like so romantic. Oh my god! And I told people at work after, oh, this what? And they were like, no, you did not fucking spray stationery with yeah. perfume. And I'm like, yeah, I fucking did. It's Curtis. It's the take home chef. I'm shooting oh my, my god. shot. I mean, good for you, but yeah. So. The resolution of the story was not a restraining order, even though that would be way funnier. He um, actually texted me and okay. invited me to like this white party he was having at his mansion for Labor Day. Great. Yeah. And so me and my roommate ended up going. It was a great time. Nothing ever came out of it. Um, I did talk to him while I was there, but I think like by the time we got there, he was like three sheets to the wind. It he seems there- to have a drinking problem. <laughs> I think a lot of chefs like have a yeah, little Yeah, actually that's pretty issue. that's pretty fair. Yeah. I watch a lot of Below Deck, so I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not to not to disparage chefs, but I think totally. you know, it's the industry like who am I to speak? Yeah, like, and it's I the late do night, as well. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I get like, it. Whatever. Yeah. Um the booze is flowing in this industry. Um so yeah, nothing ever came out of it, but I did go to Curtis Stone's white party and I did and it sounds not like get a restraining order. I was gonna say it sounds like you've been to his house four times. <laughs> twice you were invited. Twice you were not invited. <laughs> <laughs> we should have told this story for Halloween. We're having some spritzes on this lovely Sunday afternoon. Cheers, Sunday spritz. A white wine spritz. It's been so long since I've had one of these. It's very good. Yeah, it's delicious. It's very refreshing, light, really fits the mood. Yeah, it's like 83 degrees here. <laughs> yeah, you know, cool. just Thanksgiving's just a cool next week or 83 something. November day yeah. in Los Angeles. So we had to pull out the spritz. Well, speaking of Thanksgiving, this is a pretty timely story because Thanksgiving is coming up in what a week and a half. Um, and my, I've, I have a lot of celebrity stories. Um, no big deal. Casual. Well, I'm just saying from like, <laughs> yeah, again, like living here and going out certain places, like it happens. You have a lot of celebrity stories as For well. For sure, yeah. Hello, the block. Um, <laughs> but shout out block this one is it by far takes the cake and um it's taken me like several years to be able to recount this story without like totally cringing okay but I know now that I was right okay. and that's all that matters we love to hear it we yeah. love this kind of a story so this was several years ago when I was um dating and living with the stone man so we were like very much a couple very much like committed yeah um and his sister lived in los angeles at the time um they grew up in like a pretty wealthy city town whatever in connecticut and went to schools where they grew up with celebrities I don't know like I don't know how to phrase it or it's people that they went to school with ended up like becoming famous yeah so at this Thanksgiving um Stoney and I are going to his sister's house his mom's in town um Stoney's sister's roommate was an actress at the time and there were a couple of other hometown friends there Mm -hmm. um said hometown friends are you know early 2000s celebrities uh, Julia Stiles, the actress from 10 okay. Things I Hate About You. Mm-hmm. And I'd met Julia a couple of times prior. Like, I'd, she'd come over to Stoney's house. Like, we went to dinner together. So, yeah. like, I knew her and she was perfectly nice. Um, and then, 
you know, songstress Vanessa Carlton okay. of whatever that song was <laughs> yeah. that was in White Chicks um, is there as well. And I knew that these girls would be there and I, I knew that they were family friends. So whatever. I was honestly just like nervous about socializing with my boyfriend's family. Not I didn't like. Yeah, more so than the celebrity. Yeah, exactly. And like I said, I had met Julia before. She was super nice. And so like no. Yeah, you're on a first name basis now. Yeah, like no problem with her. Um, so we get there and Stoney immediately wants to go outside and smoke a cigarette. Um, and so I go out with him feeling awkward and like kind of clinging to my boyfriend, if I can be totally honest. Yeah. Um, you weren't fiending for a cig as well? No, no. At that point in my, in my smoking journey, I was like, uh, we smoke when we're blacked out. Okay. And thankfully I was not blacked out yet. Um, but I'm just, you know out there chatting with him so Vanessa comes out and again this is Thanksgiving like everybody's dressed up or like bringing pies like it's it's a lot going on and I felt very overwhelmed so I needed to like stick to the smoking patio yeah so Vanessa comes out and um asks Stoney for a cigarette and he I think his response was I know his response was oh I didn't know that you smoke she looks at him dead in the eye after completely ignoring me when introduced and says, yeah, only when I'm feeling bad. Okay. And then <laughs> proceeds to take a cigarette and they are smoking cigarettes. Right. Good, good for them. I didn't want one at that time. But I was like, hi, I'm, um, I'm the live-in girlfriend. <laughs> like, what is going on here? And they were flirt. It was really fucking weird. Yeah. Um, so we sit down to Thanksgiving dinner, and at this point, I'm drinking aggressively. Okay. Because I am not feeling <laughs> comfortable yeah. at all. Yeah. And I'm just trying to like disappear. Stressed out to blackout. Yeah. This is how seriously. we roll. <laughs> seriously, it was it was stress drinking for sure, and I can't even tell you like, hey, pass the mashed potatoes like oh, do you want some potatoes? Like, it was her, like, <laughs> sexy voice was out of control. I was so uncomfortable. Stop. I'm sitting next Are to my sure boyfriend's mom. Are you sure not just her voice? Had you heard her speak differently before? No, I, she had never, she also didn't speak to me. Yeah, She just, yeah. it was like I wasn't. No acknowledgement. There. No <laughs> wow. acknowledgement. But was she speaking like that to say Stoney's mom? Like, no. hey, pass the mash. No, she was being like a regular fucking person. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, and this is very much a con- consolidated story. Also, it was years later. And yeah. so I can't remember all of the details. And I was fucking wasted. But after dinner, we have dessert and we decide to play some games. I guess that's the tradition. Everybody starts playing games. Yeah. Um, so we get our glasses of wine and we start playing. I want to say it was like Scattergories. Okay. The one yeah. where you get like a word on a card but you can't say the word yeah does that make sense Mm -hmm. yeah and so i was on the opposing team of vanessa but i and i'm wasted at this point like Mm -hmm. very drunk and i happened to see the card that was drawn and she said the word and like at this point i was just fucking sick and tired i was sick and tired (laughs) of like not being included i was sick and tired of like watching this girl hit on my boyfriend yeah um, it was just too much and so I drunkenly just stand up and go Vanessa cheated (laughs) she's a cheater (laughs) and everybody looked at me Susie like I had fucking 10 heads 
And I was like, are we all just going to ignore the fact that she cheated? She's cheating. And like, I'm fucking dead. And at that moment, like, I saw everybody's eyes on me, but then I was like, I can't stop now because I'm a woman with conviction. I'm like, like, now I'm invested in this. And I was like, she said, let's say the word was daffodil. I'm like, she said daffodil uh-huh. and people were looking like I didn't hear daffodil I didn't I didn't hear it at all and I like I have never felt so gaslit or so mentally <laughs> insane in that moment and I'm getting like fucking pissed and Stoney's like sweet mom is looking up at me like your girlfriend is unhinged um and I was quickly ushered out of that Thanksgiving oh, dinner stop are you yes. kidding me you Swear were escorted out Swear to God. okay I have a I have a question do you were you so drunk that you maybe mistook the word that she said and people were like we didn't hear that or do you think they were just kind of pandering to her and being like oh we didn't hear that this girl's crazy drunk um no I was right, and I know this <laughs> because I had the conversation with the stone man. God knows if he'll listen to this episode. If so, shout out. Um, Stoney, we know you don't listen all the way through. Yeah, we know we lost you. Um, <laughs> where for years, he was like, Kina, you are crazy, and that was so embarrassing. <laughs> I was not invited back to Thanksgiving the next year. Oh, no. Stony, and you guys are still together. We still lived together. <laughs> Stop. Stony and you couldn't go back. Stony left me at home. I'm no. I swear, I was taking a nap. I woke <gasps> up and he was gone. Oh, and he was my god celebrating Thanksgiving at his sister's house. Oh my, with Vanessa Carlton. Probably. I cried. <laughs> it was awful. Oh my god. Um, Stony is actually a very nice guy, but this was. Um, that is not okay. This was not okay. This also, was I'm, like, I, sorry, I have to interrupt. I'm also, who ushered you out? Who escorted you out of that Thanksgiving? Stony. He just like swept. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. He was like, we gotta go, we gotta go, we gotta go. She's a little overserved here. Um, not too overserved that we couldn't. Stop. I was imagining some security or something. No, 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 okay, no. Okay, okay. We did stop at the Pikey for martinis on the way oh, home. Oh boy! God wow, knows, you're really doubling down. God knows at this she point. needed vodka <laughs> on top of, on top of this. But so several years later, the stone man and I were talking on the phone, and I was like, "When are you going to admit that you were completely gaslighting me?" And Vanessa <laughs> was Vanessa and her daffodil cheating. <laughs> yeah, and he goes. Kina, you're right. She cheated. And nobody <laughs> wanted to, like, Whoa. speak up. Isn't that fucked up? That's fucked up. It that is such up. a Connecticut rich family totally. like, mentality. Just, like, brush it under the rug. Oh, and my so God. Now, I hope every time that you, you know, listen to whatever dumb song she's famous for or watch uh, White Chicks, that you think that. <laughs> watch, every time you watch White Chicks. Come on. It's the scene where they're all singing her stupid song in the car and, like, why I've did never you have to... seen white chicks. Oh, <laughs> my God. On top of WAP, like, another masterpiece that you haven't seen. No. Um, but, like, why did you have to ruin that uh, movie for me, Vanessa? Yeah, so that was a pretty that was a pretty tough celebrity encounter. Yeah, it sounds dramatic, honestly, to not be yeah. believed. I wasn't believed. You have to believe victims, people. Yeah. <laughs> you have to believe victims of Vanessa Carlton and her categories cheating. And now I have like a lot of Thanksgiving trauma that is associated <laughs> with like getting drunk, you know, doing the right thing, taking a stand yeah. and and everybody like denying what was really yeah. happening. Yeah. 
terrible. So beware of Thanksgiving, guys. Beware of Vanessa Carlton. Honestly. God bless America. Um, But I don't want to, you know, go on this low note of how I was gaslit and harassed and, you know, ran out from a family. Um, (laughs) My other, like, super funny celebrity encounter, again, there are so many, um, was I sat next to Tara Reid in business class once from london to la amazing and we just another like, early 2000s i know like a real queen smash. of the early yeah. 2000s and um it was what like an 11 hour flight or something like that and yeah. we just crushed mimosas amazing and um that was a really fond memory <laughs> so i just wanted to leave you with that positive anecdote yeah let's end it on a light now shout yeah. out tara reed shout out tara reed i like, thought she would never cheat at categories never she no. was very real she's an upstanding young woman yeah she had to switch to vodka after a couple of mimosas and i said girl i'm with you yeah we had a great time um stony <laughs> did pick me up from the airport and was like you are drunk um but i had to hang with my girl tara yeah. please stony didn't escort you out of anywhere and that's what's important that's what's important <laughs> yes i could walk a thousand remember this one yeah like honestly turn it off like i'm triggered (laughs) making Making my my way downtown (laughs) (laughs) all right if you have made it through this episode thanks guys pour yourself a drink maybe a spritz yeah get yourself a white wine spritz it's been delightful curtis stone if you're out there I still really like you. Vanessa Carlton, if you're out there, I don't fucking like you. (laughs) She don't fuck with you. Um, Well, thank you guys so much. Follow us on all socials, Instagram at barfcast, B-A-R-F-F cast. Send your Thanksgiving stories in to barfcast at gmail.com. Make sure you follow and subscribe to the show. It really helps. Yes, and we love you guys so much. Thank you, and we will see See you next Tuesday. Tuesday. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.